Yo guys, Bass Brothers Podcast here. As usual, it was a mad week in the Prem. We have your representatives, Sayada, Jonathan, Steven, myself, Randy, two United fans, and the one Chelsea fan here. You don't have one kit, but we do. do study that now. Like. <laughs> well, you don't have one kit either. Hey, hey. Trade in, trade in. Yeah, trade in, right? Them, them on the field, I, I, I still train it, right? <laughs> anyway, so we'll focus on the Manchester United game since they played first this weekend. Jonathan, you was in the podcast first, so was your thoughts on that game, boy? Come yeah, um, win. glad to be on the podcast now when United actually win. Um, <laughs> and win, you know, you have to say at the end of the day, they win convincingly. Um, did they know? Yeah, even before Everton scored the first goal, right? You could tell they, they come out with a purpose. Man was flying into tackles. They was passing the ball way quicker, especially when they compared to... Let me not even talk about that Istanbul game. Um, we could have known. We so, could talk about it. No, no, no. That passed. Um, so, even when they went 1-0 down, I wasn't worried. Even given the run of form, I just could tell by the way they was playing that they would get back into the game. And so said, so done. One of the things that's strange for me about United is, and I was tweeting about this midweek, is sometimes they refuse way too much to get the ball wide and cross the ball. Marshall Rashford is be so guilty of trying to come inside all the time. And when teams pack up in the defensive, you're very rarely going to get success like that. It's not a surprise that the two goals United scored in the first half was from crosses. I mean, that's what you had to do when teams come back in the box, get the ball wide and cross. You see, yeah, good too. Ball, you, know. you see, Tim, the week against Istanbul too, and one show up, putting the cross from Marshall. Exactly. And that was a great header yeah. from Marshall. Marshall underrated with the headers, in my opinion. Um, Bruno header, fantastic. Uh, again, Bruno cross for the second goal. Rashford. At first, I thought I should get a little thing on it, but it looked like it went in all the way. And second half, they drop off. I mean, I show everybody see Ole went off in the, the post-match about the scheduling, which mm-hmm. I understand. I mean, everybody's have to deal with that, all the big European teams. But, I mean, these men went Turkey, come back Tuesday morning and then play in lunchtime Saturday. So it was understandable that second half, the intensity dropped and it was kind of more struggling. Just before Cavani scored the goal, the third goal, the free kick that went into the box, I mean, on any other day, the Kure could have just smashed that into an equalizer. Easy. I really was not sure what to expect. Like, I really told me to get licks, but then United started playing and I was like, okay. Where was this United for Champions League? Was I glad to see them showing up in the, in the Premier League again? As he said in the second half, everything really fell off. You didn't see the same strong attack in United from the first half. To be honest, I thought that's where Everton was going to catch us in the second half. Mm. But then Cavani, he made that change up. Pogba and Cavani, which I was kind of skeptical about. I was like, it's already kind of late in the game. What's going to happen now? Because when we first bought Cavani, like, I was always saying, I don't think it was unnecessary buy. Like, we don't need any more forwards, you know, like focus on the defense, focus on the mid and Kumani came on, came on, scored his goal. I was happy to see it. So I kinda excited to see like what Kavani can do for us if he get the chance to play 
more, but again, I think it was a deserving win, unlike David. I was proud of United, and I really want to see if we could have some form of consistency, because when you're consistent in Champions League, we're not consistent in the Prem. When you're consistent in the Prem, we're not consistent in Champions League. Hey, that's so true. And I think that's, the, I think that's a major issue, like United not finding that consistency is either the consistency of in what league we're playing in or the consistency of in terms of the players and how they play. So while I don't really want Ole to stay, I feel like sometimes he's finding things that work. So it's just about maybe giving him a little more time to see if he could actually put everything together, like pick and choose the little points that work in and kind of find a way for it to mesh. But so far, everything. Happy with what United did. Not happy that we're still on the bottom of the table, but mm. I would say the three points. So you were out? I was, you know, like I still kind of am. It's, it's sort of 50 50 for me because when he's doing nonsense, is real nonsense. But then he's always, when everybody is only out, he will come and have like a fantastic game and everybody will be only in again. And then the next True. week will do some shit. And <laughs> exactly. I go on the cycle, just keep, keep going. going. Yeah. Or they like yeah. walk some kind of obia or something because when no, you need a result, when you need a result, he's get it. Because that was I was gonna say like, after that Istanbul, right? Piss poor, right. terrible, right? This weekend you're playing Everton. I mean Everton had a couple injuries and things, but still, yeah, but still there's a decent side in the prem, right? And then you see this United side step up, he's like, that is the same side that play with. Right? I'm like, like, is this my team? Yeah, and you see Maguire. Oh, yeah, that's one more thing I have to add to both of you, which I agree with every um every everything. Bruno was a massive leader in that game. Like, he was leading the press. He was motivating yeah. guys constantly yeah. throughout the game. And he stepped up. Maguire putting a decent performance as well. He held it down in the back, I think. Oh, I still don't rate him as a centre-back, but a solid performance from him in the back. And this type of performance is what they need to do, like you all say, on a consistent basis. And yeah. not when Ole need a result. I feel best with Ole need a result every game now. Because if he need a result every thing, game, like, That's what you're supposed to be perform. doing. We want to see the results every game. So yeah. what is yeah. really going on? They yeah. should be playing like that every game. Exactly. I do Like I really, I cannot pinpoint what is the major problem with every single game. Because every game is something different. There's something different. Yeah. Like I think they kind of get into the point where the team will play as good as Bruno played. If Bruno no, that's, a great what, game. that's the thing. Like Bruno is no for most games, I can't say all, but for the majority of the games, Bruno is the deciding factor. Like is either he carrying the team or he is not carrying the team. And mm. I kinda wondering how long that how long is that gonna last for? Because a player is only as good as the surrounding ten players that he plays with. Yeah. So mm. what's really gonna happen? Well, yeah. two two things. Pick for a Maguire penalty. Um mm. When I watch it, it looked first like Maguire push push him a little bit first, which I don't think really impacted on him dropping the ball because pick for this dude, I'm kind of manis all the time. But then when he tried to recover, I think it was a little soft. Maguire was playing on it because the ball, he already got the ball before the connection from Pickford hit him. And the ball yeah. went over the, the bar in any case. So yeah. if they had given it, I, I would have seen why they give it, but I wasn't vexed that they didn't give it. Same. It and was like the same clear. That's like the, the second thing. Um, we see the same thing that happened in the Liverpool Everton game with um Van Dijk and Pickford. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was Maguire. Maguire on who it was, boy. Right? I think it was Dinia. Dinia. Maguire oh, yeah, and Dinia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, 
you know, I have an issue with the flag being raised when the play died down because it's encouraging these kind of attackers. Because Maguire know he's offside. And he, he, right. can't, he can't get a foul. Dinia can't get a foul if he's offside. He can't get a red card if he's offside. So Maguire just know he's offside and then going, on, going in hard on Dinia. Yeah. I mean, you win the ball, huh? No, did he do? <laughs> did he do? Did he do? He get piece of the ball, for did sure. It was just the afters. It was a rough challenge. But that I think had it been offside, it would have been penalty, though. That notion should change next year, for sure. I do like it. Up I do, yeah. I find if you raise the flag one time, you avoid these kind of tackles. Exactly. Yeah. Because the player guns and while the flag and go up, so maybe I get a chance to get away with whatever it is they're planning to do. Yeah, but men going that, that, was, the whistle. that was the it, case. Yeah, in, making things unnecessary. So that all. was the case with Pickford and Van Dyke. It was too close to course. They didn't know if it was offside or not. Right. And so Pickford went and defend his goal, as a normal keeper would. But the thing with Maguire, that one, Maguire knew it was offside. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and, and because he knew it was offside, he just went in hard on Dinia. And so this he, is kind of what I was wondering advantage. about. Like, you, know, you as a player, you know nothing going to come out of it because it's offside. So... Why all that necessary now? That that, that is thing. Yeah, the law yeah, encouraging like, encouraging um players to make them kind of tackles. Yeah, it should be changed. I agree. To be honest, I, I was expecting like Pickford to fumble way more because it's Pickford. But after after he get dropped for the after he get dropped for the, the Newcastle game. Yeah, like I see this. He had like, to come back. Yes, that was last one thing, and I was like, Pickford, what are you doing? You're supposed to mm-hmm. save that. Pickford is a wild man, bro. Like that that tackle was six on one half a dozen, like 50-50. Sometimes they give on, sometimes they're not. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it was a penalty, but he still went in real wild and thing and that. Referees when they see that, you never know them. Some will point to his spot and some wouldn't. So well, it's not the, it's not to the referees at the end of the day. It's up to VAR. Yeah, mm-hmm. VAR essentially. Well, VAR are referees in a box somewhere. Well, I mean <laughs> the, I mean the on field referees. It's, it's yeah. not up to them. Because he could have called it and VAR could have called it and open it. Yeah, and I mean, they could refer to the on-field referee to always go and watch it. So, yeah, exactly. But what I was wondering, right, is why we as as viewers, like, we'd be seeing some of these things mm-hmm. so clearly. Like, we could be seeing somebody call so clearly and then, like, VAR or the referee rule against it or something that we don't agree with because we've seen it. So, like, are you all not seeing the same thing we are seeing as always wonder about that? No, we just see oh, what they're seeing. Yeah. We we just see what they're seeing. So that's my thing. Like, if we could see some clear calls sometimes, why do you as referees not see? I think sometimes it's always some technical kind of, you know, shippiness that they have in the rules. Yeah. yeah. Some other. Yeah. No, well, um, the thing with VR is that it's subjective. Most of the times. Yeah. So I call the on, on another day, another year I would have given the, the Maguire one a penalty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. subjective. Because even though you have laws, right? Most of the tackles on them is yeah, like you say, is based on their perception, their interpretation. Interpretation of, of the law. Everybody yeah. have different inter- interpretation. Like all four of us here might have a different interpretation on a tackle that was made, you know. So yeah, yeah. that's the thing with VR. Somewhere, as we on VAR. Let me just say this, um, the Arsenal game. I know Jadiel now here, but the first goal that Aston Villa scored. Offside. I mean, I offside. I disagree with that boy. Offside. No, it's offside. It's offside. No, it's offside, right? But I disagree with, I mean, 
for me, he offside. If somebody offside, you're saying that he has some kind of unfair advantage. Mm-hmm. Look at the way McGinn hit that ball. Whether Barkley was there or not, he's not saving that. But you don't know and that. That's, that's my main that. gripe with that. You don't know Scarlett, that. Scarlett, come on. Come on. You, you, see, that, that. you see that strike. You know yeah, that. It was a good strike, that. right? But where Barkley was positioned, directly in the line of vision. Yeah, directly affected his line of vision. Mm. And he might not have saved it, but we don't know that. That is the thing. Exactly. So you can't yeah, say so for sure that we know that. It was going in. You can't it's say for sure. We know that. Opponent. Yeah. Like, I agree with the decision. I get why it, why it's there, but it's not even that. Come on. On the topic of size, waiting up on Perdon. Boy, I don't know, because the angle they give you, I I don't know. I see the man hand thing also, but his shoulder look level, but they never show an image. VR didn't show an image. From the angle that the show is offside to me. Yeah. The angle that they show? It's yeah. harsh, but yeah. if Dice are checking it consistently, I have no problem with that. Because as we show, we show this on, on one of the last pods, that handball is from your shoulder. Go down. Right? Well, not your shoulder. From, like, just being your yeah, shoulder. Yeah. yeah, just below your shoulder. Go down. And so the shoulder is a legal part of the body. Mm-hmm. And his shoulder was offside. Hence the yeah. reason it was called. Okay, well, yeah. If that was the case, it's offside. And you think about offside? Offside is not subjective. Is either your offside? Yeah, is either your yeah. offside. Yeah. It could be That's one centimeter. It don't matter. I right? wouldn't fight it once they make the calls consistently about yeah. which body parts were offside. Consistency. I, I think we have been seeing consistent upside decisions, unlike penalty decisions and everything. Nah, I think yeah. handballs have a level of consistency. Like all handballs basically getting calls. So. Yeah, that's a cut off your nah, No, I, I wouldn't say all handballs. All handballs that when the hand extended beyond yeah, the body. Yeah. At least it's consistent. So yeah. that is one thing. Because everybody complained over last season, oh, Prem reps not consistent, this, that. But this year, they open it up, man. A little better. Still not great, but a little Still better. Still not great, exactly. But it's just an improvement. We see in it. Don't worry, Prem. We see you. <laughs> All right. Anyway, enough of our United game. Top performance there from the lads. Um, Scarlett, Chelsea, good results for them. Was surprised they went behind. What you had to say about that game, boy? I was surprised we went behind too because obviously we have six clean sheets in our field. Especially when Chelsea is outside struggling to score goals too, eh? Well, the thing with Sheffield is that yes, they're struggling to score goals, but they still manage to score goals. They score against Arsenal. I think they score against Leeds. They have they score against Liverpool. So they have been scoring against the big sides. Mm-hmm. And well, obviously I didn't expect it because as I said, we six inches in a row. And I think it was unfortunate for that ball to go in. It was, it was a Nice flick from McGoldrick. Yeah, it was a good finish. Yeah. But it's, it's still unfortunate and still lack of concentration from the Chelsea back line. But it was a good fight back because last season or maybe earlier this season, we would not have seen that. We have seen mm-hmm. Chelsea just lose, lose um, the whole vibe of the game and then struggle to get back in the game. But mm-hmm. it was a good fight back from Chelsea at Ziyech. Is a magician that left foot better than Messi left foot by far. <laughs> <laughs> Ziyech is, is amazing. I think we gave him for what 32 million. That's a bargain, bro. That's an absolute bargain. 
And when I look good, I think the whole scene looked good actually. Mount looking good in the midfield position. Finally, Lampard doing the right thing and not playing him out wide. Mm. Wow. You will die on the hill that is Lampard, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I, back, I, I back Lampard all the way. Obviously, I wouldn't agree with some of my decisions, but I back him all the way. Lampard in every day. Ole in too. <laughs> Yeah, don't worry about Ole. Yeah, man, watch all Ole. Ole and. Ole, I was always Ole. As long mm-hmm. as Ole's team manager, Ole is team manager forever. I, I follow that. You feel slick. You feel slick. Talk there. You keep talking. We'll see what happens on the next week. And yeah, um, well, you see Tiago Silva going for this goal, so that is, that is our next mm-hmm. loss too. Chill, where's going? Chill, where's our game? Our next big bargain. I actually forgot Alonso playing for Chelsea. Chilwell <laughs> is the best left back in the league. I'm saying it. I don't like Cardinal. Chilwell is the best left back in the league. Mm. And well, obviously, Kovacic was well. Kanti was well in the paper too. And yeah, good, solid performance from Chelsea. I think in addition to Chilwell, James, Rich James, actually looking real good. I mean, James is be the best right back in the league. I say, yeah, that one. I could get more on board with that one <laughs> than the children one. So, uh, so you agree here above Trent? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. This on form this season, Castagne is the best right back. Come on, Castagne had this like three good games. He had three good games. Much four. Yes. Children play on much four game. Not if not so. About four games, yeah, about four or yeah. five games. Yeah. So, yeah. About five out of eight? <laughs> yeah, I had a game with him. He got a season, he scored the debut. Mm. He yeah, he's doing well, fantastic attacking outlet for Lyft. Havertz didn't play this Chelsea game, Scarlett. Havertz, um, he, he had a cool, well, he test positive for cool. Yeah, well, yeah, I love to see it, to be honest. I think he could do so much for you all. I think he he could do so much in his preferred position. When yeah. Lampard playing him out wide, he can't do nothing. Yeah, like, yeah. He played yeah. out wide against you all at Old Trafford. And he was quiet. He was in Maguire pocket mm. all the Foreign game. That was... <laughs> yeah, Howard's, Howard's been doing great in his midfield position. Yeah. And Chelsea... I said it on the first episode. I said no, you're not. Episode. You are not winning the league. You <laughs> are not winning the league. Chelsea are winning the league. <laughs> you're not winning the league. Nah, you can't say that this season. This season different. This season winning real different. You know, no, no, I, I don't know, know who winning the league this year. No, really. I, I like. I don't have a show answer on who I think winning the league this year. I, I can't remember who said it, but I think I can't remember who said. It, but they said that whoever get this stuff together first. Going to win the league. Whoever get the balance right between attack and defense and get the consistency yeah. first. I mean, no, that's true. That makes sense. Yeah, but then, like, I find teams just get stuck together in the middle of the season and they're looking on form. And then when it comes to, like, the games in the 30s, they start to fumble a little bit. Well, just, just say Arsenal and then. <laughs> Is Arsenal you're talking about? <laughs> yeah, they start to fumble a little bit. So, like, I really, I don't know. Yeah, was last week. Arsenal was the best thing. Arsenal on track. Yes, Ateta yeah. definitely right this week. Yeah, Pump up at yeah. home. You think about that Arsenal game? Ateta played the same side against From Old Trafford. Uh, yeah, that don't make sense, bro. Yeah. That was a totally different game. I was happy with our results. I am back in Aston Villa all the way. I love, I love it. 
Hello, you you bucking below, you're bucking leaves, you're bucking so far. <laughs> I love leaves. I love all these small things now because because your side are doing good. <laughs> but I mean, everybody all it in because you just get three points. All it in. Oh, it's a little us and actually see you know that we don't drift too far. Um, yeah, it was a good game. Like I said, good performances from from those guys. Can't really fight them. Um, last season, I remember. I think they draw. Shafila too, man. I think I had watched that game. Was that two two or something? Yeah. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We drew two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like we, we lost. From that. We lost two, you know, at um, at um, Bramall. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Chelsea looking good. I mean, Frank had the back in. He got the players he wanted. So it's really for them to just find consistency. Um, Kante playing. Where can't they supposed to play? Which I think going and helped that team tremendously. I never understood why Frank last season, Saturday season before, was trying to do all this kind of madness with Kante and play him higher up the field. Because they're is... trying to accommodate Jorginho, that is why. Yeah, but that's not the like man's job. Wait, what? It's nothing like accommodation. Play where he's supposed to play. Yeah, by the man to play where he's supposed to play. Well, hmm. Jorginho was sorry, son. And then, true. <laughs> and now Mount is Lampard's so on. You had a 15 year players. True. Georgie, you know is why City can't buy um, Kulebali from Napoli. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mashup. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Chelsea looking good. Um, honestly, they're looking better than United to finish top four, even though those two teams were third and fourth last season at the moment. On goal difference, by the way. It was tilted on foot. On goal. And maybe Nobody by like by like five goals or something. So it wasn't that far. Yeah, if but United yeah. go on a run, like how they went on a run after lockdown last season, maybe they could catch back up. But I know been in my hopes on it. Um, Chelsea yeah. looking good. Fair play to them. We are like game in yes, but you all really looking good. Like all you have the players, as you said, it's just about Lampard figuring out. I hope he don't do it though. But it's just about some figuring out, and I don't see you all losing any kind of significant points, to be honest, which is very upsetting to me. But all you're looking decent, and you're getting the job done. So, to be still figuring out where your players need to play, and you can attribute to your players on your manager and still collecting your still points at the end of the game, mm. that's big because, I mean, as we've seen with a lot of teams, United especially, managers still trying to figure things out, and we also losing points in that process. So, Lampard doing something right. Mightn't be everything, but he's doing something right with your players. So. Yeah, that chills. No one in the league, but. <laughs> that chills game, I was surprised. On paper, I say, you know, another Chelsea clean sheet, they're going to do good. The attackers coming, ZX yeah. happen, you know. And I see the currency, I was like, it's way upset. And then Chelsea attacked in talent, come out, you see players. Yeah, like, I didn't expect that result. You see players like Ziek express themselves. You see Werner making the runs. You see everybody meshing in the middle. They say, hey, they get a wake-up call when that first goes on. Chelsea look real good in that game. I'm not going to lie. I mean, Sheffield bad this season, eh? Sheffield mm-hmm. bad this season. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. So, I, mean, I don't know what's going on with Sheffield, but last year there was a dark horse side. And then this year, like, you know... The equipment wasn't good enough. I don't yeah. think. And I find like sometimes with the bigger sides in the Prem, like when the opposing side score first or score back, we, we realize that the bigger teams are trying to malfunction somewhere 
along, but and that's what I thought was going to happen with Chelsea, but it didn't. Yeah. And I think that's like that's real important and not malfunction when somebody mm-hmm. concede or somebody score first. It was a professional performance. Well, yeah. We're not United, so yeah. Well, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, but, the sport for that moment, but you know, the man say, "Oh, shocks is judo, so he let it tackle go, and then he changed it back to football after." So. <laughs> oh, 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 ask no get a penalty, and we have a penalty. No, I on, I on your side. I don't know what. I don't know what. Up to this day. Anyway, I don't know. <laughs> oh, Barney. I don't know. No, Barney, Tina. I don't know. You heard it from the guys on them. Uh, like this video. Subscribe to the channel and the podcast and the podcast <laughs> out on wait out on app all pl- all platforms Apple Google all platforms all yeah. human platforms yeah, everything <laughs> and yeah we we'll see you next week.